0: This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and Sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, Father, Author, and Entrepreneur. Fam, listen. Listen. I am on a journey to have more consistent weeks emotionally like I really need them to be more consistent uh there's back and forth of having these split, uh these split seconds of positive and then immediately switching over to negative like it's just it's just too much um I know it's it's I can control what I can control and I can't what I can't but I'm I'm on a journey right now really to try to uh find that even ground because like I said I think last week it's creating such um a low energy um feeling in me you know it's like I can't be excited when stuff goes good because I feel like the negative is just waiting just for me to be excited just to jump in like almost like double dutch and it's frustrating. It's, um, demoralizing It's difficult, but I'm a fighter and I'm a, I'm a keep, you know, doing the best that I can to just keep fighting through whatever the energy is, whatever the flow is to keep being able to go with it and learn the lessons, get through it. But like I said, I'm, um, I'm at a point to where I just, I have to figure it out at this point. Like it's so much going on that affects, uh, that the, the, the mental stuff creates stress that turns into physical stuff, and I I can't, I can't like I really try to clean keep my mind clear as I can keep it, but who this 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 battle was hectic, it really is like, I'm so glad that you know I do these 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 mental health, um checks. Because I remember there was a time to where I just wouldn't say anything, like, out loud. I would just, you know, deal with it myself and, like, kind of try to figure it out. And I never understood why I was still so, you know, overly stressed and, and, and physically exa- exhausted. And, you know, having, you know, parts of my body shut down on me, just being in this darkness. And I start realizing that it's, it's a necessity that you get this stuff out of your mind. It's a necessity that even if you just saying it to the universe, right? Even if you just find your, your space at a park or during your meditation and just, you know, release it all, just, just to have it free from, from captivity in your mind because we keep ourselves, like, silence uh, a lot of times. And silence meaning, you know, us not speaking what we're going through, us not saying out loud, you know, things that are affecting us and things like that. You know, it creates a prison, And that prison can turn physical, like, immediately. And that's where I'm at with it, just, you know, trying to make sure that I'm having a balance of expressing myself outwardly regardless of, you know, if I'm saying it to the podcast, if I'm saying it to someone, um, or if I'm just, you know, saying it during my meditation time of things that I feel like I need to, you know, process a little bit better or get through is just, it's just been hectic, you know? It it really has... uh, I haven't had a steady, like I think maybe four weeks ago, I had a steady two weeks of just being able to chill and relax. But you know, more recently the anxiety is extremely high. And I, I really feel like it's because I see better days. And the idea of of better days and and, and the ideas that come from better days create for lack of other words, it's fantasy world. And I'm only saying fantasy because you're not there in real time, right? So I see certain things that will benefit me as long as I can piece it together correctly. The anxiety creates confusion. The de- depression creates confusion. So it's like, I see it, but getting to that path or, or creating the proper path to to get there is difficult, right? It's 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 a headache only because it's so much emotional stuff that comes with it. Like when, when, when you start a business, they don't tell you about this part of it. They don't tell you like, they have you research how to get business credit. Like the, the biggest thing right now is, uh, what I see is you got to get business credit. You got to get a Duns and Street. You got to get this, gotta, but they don't, like, I don't see nobody, uh, uh, talking about how stressful it is especially when you're when you're dumping money into it, right? And you're not getting the you're not getting that return on investment. A lot of people quit from that. A lot of people, you know, can't can't understand that it's okay that's how it's supposed to go to a certain extent. Um you know, people don't understand you you are a lot of times one product, one one song, one uh piece, one meal, one, you know, one thing at a time. You're 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 one sale or one notice away from being, you know, it being a thing like you need it to be. So the anxiety that comes with that, because I have all these ideas and I'm like, man, if I could get there, if I could get there with all of this, it's curtains. Like the overall plan for the business, I'm telling you, like if I could get there, it's like if I could if I could just see that path, it's it's curtains. The thing is, is that I've already been scammed by, you know, quote unquote, marketers i have already been scammed by, um, you know, uh, assistants that 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 say they know how to do this. Like I've already. So it, now I'm back on this this the I'm back in my trust bubble of feeling like man I don't I don't know because in order to be in any type of business you got to be able to you got to got to deal with the sharks right and that's the people who um the scammers pretty much right they'll promote whatever they're going to, they promote their skill and then give you half of that or don't give it to you at all and they find a way to get away from you or whatever. So that creates stress, right? I already have have trust issues in my family life, in my personal life, in my work life. Now it's uh, fallen over into the business. And even though that that has created a ridiculous amount of stress. I enjoy what I'm doing now. So I'm not going to quit. I just have to rebuild my trust in reaching out to people, right? Until then, I have to figure it out myself. And that's, you know, and that's what I'm doing. But doing that, doing work, Life being adult it's it's so much it's so much. I just really wish that um I had the entrepreneurial spirit before right like younger um I wish I had my mind set on both sports and business back then or or the arts and business um as I was coming up, but it was it was either I was either focused on playing the trumpet, running track, or playing football like that's that was my interest um growing up. But it's like now, like I feel so good because, like I said, the 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 store started as a hobby. But then I'm like, wait, like I could piece that with, I could make that a tangible item from the poetry, from the things that I'm saying, you know. Then the podcast was born and stuff like that. And so, like this week, I just been having idea after idea after idea, but it's just crossing. It's just a bunch of of little pieces just going over in my head and just like, I get frustrated and it's like, I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. Um, you know, work is, work is what work is, you know, it's, uh, super, I hate this place. I want to go home energy. Like, and not even cause you know, anything was done. I mean, even though things were done, but my mind is just set up different, you know, cause that's their company. Uh, the, the frustration is that I'm given hundred and sixty hours a month to to barely have ends meeting. Right? And I like the the how can I say the man in me is like, all right, well, if I'm barely having, you know, um ends meet working hundred and sixty hours for somebody else, I just quit and, you know, work for myself and just go hard on um just promoting doing, you know, doing everything so that I can sustain the family, uh, with the business the the thing is, is that everything costs. Right. And I'm very responsible as results to my kids. And I'm not going to put my kids in that type of situation. Just, you know, um, I'm not gonna put my kids in that type of situation to, to guess, right. Cause the, the goal is to, to, to break the generational curses, to, um, do what we're supposed to do to make sure that they're better. But I tell them, just know, some days I be I be one attitude from these people, away from like, yo, fuck the shit, I'm out, and just figuring it out, and they just be laughing at me because they know. But even that, that creates, that creates chaos because they want me, you know, they want me to do this. They want they they listen to the podcast, they see the stuff that I design. Um, it has encouraged uh, junior. Um, to do his thing, you know, now he's he's been, like, every other weekend, if not every weekend, he's been selling his art. Um, Twin, like, came up to me. He was doing robotics at at one point, but um, he came up to me yesterday, I think it was, and he's like, yo, can I do this? And I'm like, well, well, what is it? And so he's, you know, he's about to get tested to be on a gaming, um, like, he's going to be a gamer, and he's getting tested to – like to see what his knowledge is and, and and see if he can get hired or what he has to do. So they see me grinding with with my craft, with my passion. Um, and then it in turn, by, because I'm leading by example, they're doing their own thing. So it's like they want me to be able to do this. But they also understand the need for me to do the nine to five because medical insurance, blah, 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 blah. It's crazy emotional uh it's crazy frustrating um just maneuvering through that I got six kids, you know um rest in peace kennedy i got I got five that's that's alive that I have to I have to manage in my head see a lot of people just focus on um a lot of people focus on the financial part of it. And they don't they don't realize the different personalities of of each each kid. And they don't understand like people uh, without multiple kids and or without kids, they don't understand what it takes to be uh, the person that's needed for that particular kid. Of course, certain things is like it's a it's a um, it's a blanket. Like certain certain ways of parenting, like it's a it's a blanket, um, but when you break it down and you have to get down to to it, it's like it, it gets hectic. Like um, all of my sons, or three three of my four sons, are very chill as a result to spending quote unquote quality time right i don't i'm not a i'm not a, a a quality time per se because we all like different things like um we all like different things to to that brings us joy but more recently my 10 year old bossy he's been asking you know to watch movies or um go to the park and i noticed he always says like if I, if he wants to watch a movie I'll like oh you can watch it and he'll say as a family and at first I'm like what the hell is wrong with you he's like oh can we go to the park I'm like, all right go as a family and so at first I thought he was just bugging like why do you like what's like what's up and so i noticed that like cuz i work from home and he is a uh, homeschooled so or let me not say homeschooled i don't teach him the school teaches him i'm a um an asset if he needs it but i noticed like if i'm going if i'm on break or walking through the house i noticed he's always sitting on the stairs and he's always doing something on the stairs um and he has a room right he he has his room. There's my office when I'm not in there that he can watch TV or whatever. He can watch TV or play games in his room. Uh there's a PlayStation and everything downstairs, a TV that he can go there. There's a TV in the garage, you know, in the exercise room. He can go there if he wants to. But I always notice I'm on the stairs. And I'm and and I ask him, Yo, why are you on the stairs? And he's like, I have nowhere to go. And that fucked with me. Right. And I had to, because in my mind, like, let me not even say my mind, I'm like, I kept saying, bro, I don't understand why you keep saying you don't have nowhere to go. You have the garage, you have, to, you have the the your room, you have the office, you have the living room, um, you have the TV in here, in my studio, whatever. You you have spaces to go. And He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. And he said that a couple of times, but this week it felt different. And he's like, oh, "I want to watch Batman." So I'm like, "Oh, let, let's do it!" Like, "Oh, you, like, come on, like, nah, as a family." So I'm like telling him, all right, me and you could watch it if you want to." He's like, nah, I want everybody to watch it." But the thing is, everybody don't, everybody don't want to watch it together. It's three hours. Um, and they don't get down like that. We show our our family love in a different way. So today I had to text everybody like, yo, for whatever reason, he feels alone. He doesn't feel like he fit in. Like, I know y'all keep saying he's spoiled, he this, he that. He don't feel like he fit in. I said, so somehow, some way, we got to figure this out. And um, we need to watch this movie with him. And not just watch this movie with him. We all need to to do better in including him now the root of this is my ex-wife was pregnant with him when she left he lived with her until like completely he lived with her until two two or three right Anytime he would see me and his brothers, he would just scream. Like, I mean, it was crazy. And he he didn't fuck with us, right? Because I had the three boys and she had, like, I had the three boys primarily. Then they were, you know, you know how it goes. But he was with her primarily. And then little by little, you know, I tried to bring them over with us and it was hell. He wouldn't eat. Like he would just scream, scream, scream. Um, Junior, like he would take food from Junior. Like I would hand him uh, uh, his bottle and try to feed him. Scream, scream, scream. I would tell Junior to do it. Junior five, six. And he would eat. But overall, he just really didn't fuck with us. Right? When he primarily came with us, it was a rebuilding process. Because now he, he don't trust us for real. And we are like, he don't fuck with us for real, so what do we do? We can't force that on him. And now it's coming around to him that apparently he feels safe now with all of us. And he wants to be around us. And we are the older ones, and so we have to understand that he has he has his own mental trauma from being away from us and understanding that he didn't fuck with us so we have different relationships with each other and for me i'm making as the parent i'm making up ground because now that you know now that you want to be here and you understand that you're here now. I have to do my part, but again, I'm 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 human, so sometimes I forget these things, and so I don't tell everybody like, "Yo, come on, let's just let's watch the movie." They say they don't feel like it. I'm like, "Yo, they don't feel like it." I try to offer like, "Yo, I'll do that with you," and he's like, "No, nah, I want everybody to do it," and that tore me up this week. That tore me up because I'm sitting here and my baby is begging to be a part of us now, and we don't we don't we don't know how, but also we haven't been listening he's very he he is he is a spoiled baby because, like I said, I started making them ground immediately. Everything that I used to do for the kids, uh, everything I used to do for the boys, I started doing for him. To them, it looks like I'm overdoing it. But nah, I got to catch up. That was two and a half, three years. Like I didn't get that day to day time with him. I didn't get to love on him, you know, every second like I did y'all. Y'all, y'all ain't been apart for me, but uh, for two years in y'all life. That was because I was technically homeless, sleeping couch to couch, and I had to shut my ego down. And like I told them when they were born, they have no idea. Um, I told them when they were born, my goal is to, and I whispered this in their ear, as I said a prayer over their life. I said, my goal is to protect you from any type of danger, including myself. And so for two years, I, I, I for two, three years, I was literally sleeping on people's couches, literally getting my check, giving half to my daughter's mom and doing what I was supposed to do with that and giving the other half to the boys. I was literally having like no more than 40 to 50 dollars left for myself. Because, again, I, you're not about to speak bad on my name. May I can't be there fully. I can't be there every day because I'm trying to do all of this and I'm scared to stand up to y'all and say, no, I'm not giving y'all all this money because I'm barely surviving by myself. Like, that's not his fault. And all that stuff ran through my mind this week. I got sick the other day. Um it's something going on. Um, it's just it it got hectic, right? And so of course, he he really don't want to watch the movie now because I don't feel good. you know, I'm in pain, like it was excruciating, you know, he don't want to do that because I'm not there. right. It messed with me. It put all the business stuff to the side, right? At work, they're like, I'm trying to take days off. They're like, nah, you can't have you can't have that day. Um, and you gotta do this, this, and this. All right, this is what the this is what the project is, yada, yada, whatever. And it's 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 a little outside of what I you know what I signed up for still. I gotta put that stress over here. Right? Because my son needs my son needs us. It's not his fault how his life played out. It's not his fault that he didn't see me enough early on to 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 be able to love on me and get that connection early. It's not his fault that now it's clicking to him, I want to be a part of this. He's a, he's 10. Wait, 12, 12. he's 10. So from birth to 3 years old he was primarily with his mom 4 and 5 4 no cuz two uh uh 4 and 4 and 5 he i was with he was with me every other weekend 6 through now he's been with me every day and just now at at 10 At the beginning of his 10th year, he'll be 11 in January. He's like, I want to do this as a family. I want to do that as a family. And again, like I said, I wasn't thinking like that. I wasn't thinking like he feels left out. I'm thinking he just being a douche because he know everybody don't want to do certain things. And he know I'm going to make everybody. But then this week I'm sitting there and like I'm just I'm I'm piecing together how he sits in on the stairs. I'm piecing together, you know how the uh, the older kids like they have their phones and they're doing whatever. Like he's not he's he's not old enough nor mature enough to have a phone. It is what it is. Or let me just, let me not say old enough. He's not mature enough to have a phone. The other three they have friends. They are mature in how they maneuver through you know. Uh, life at their age to where, you know, it's cool for them to have a phone. So I see him by himself often. I see him, you know, I see him wanting to be a part of whatever his brothers are doing, but also see them being brothers. I don't want you like, it ain't no special treatment. But I had to t- I had to tell them, yo, there's something going on with him, and he wants to be a part. So we got to figure this out. Like, yeah, joke with him and do all that, but don't don't joke with him to the point to where he gonna cry. Because he's tr- he's trying his hardest to to learn how to be a part of y'all. So he's in this he's in the struggle right now of learning how to be a part of a pack for one, right? But in it, it, and, and a pack meaning his brothers. But then he's also trying to figure out what family really is and how is he how how is he able to define it? And it's our responsibility to help him. I'll never forget the pain he expressed from Kennedy passed away. Because he's he's been robbed twice of being a big brother. One because my oldest daughter is not a part of the fold and then two when Kennedy passed. And I remember him saying like I just want to be a big brother. I just like I I know I'll do really I know I'll do a really really good job, right? And I'm like, I I know you would, son. I know you would. So all, all this time he's been robbed of his, of his duties. Of being a son properly, right? And and I mean properly in the sense of. Him not walling out every time I try to pick him up, or him not walling out when I try to feed him or stuff like that, but actually understanding that he could trust me and trust us right, I remember I was so frustrated, and again, I'm not perfect, so I'm being honest i I started returning the the energy he was giving me because I felt like I was doing a disservice of trying to force myself on him, but it was and it was killing my it was killing my soul, so I told my sister Veronica, like man, I don't know what I'm gonna do like." he's he's wilding out uh um, he's just screaming and crying every time I, I try to pick him up yada yada whatever so i remember her saying bro just fall back let him see how the uh the older boys love on you and let him see how they treat you and how you treat them and eventually he's gonna say oh I trust these guys. These are my brothers. They trust this guy. And eventually, you know, he's going to um, become comfortable. And that was the hardest time for me. That was the hard, like, it. that was, besides, you know, losing Kennedy, that was the, Hardest time of my parenting life. And I'm talking my kids, uh, my kids have been through surgery, um very young ear surgery, the the uh, freaking umbilical cord surgery. They thought Junior had cancer. Both Junior and King had Bell's palsy. Like I've been through the ringer as it becomes as it results to being a parent. And I'd be suppressing a lot of stuff because I got to make sure they good. And people don't really be understanding. Like my kids have drastic allergies. Like it's crazy. But this week, all of that, it, it, it overflowed in my mind. It overflowed because I'm sitting here frustrated at work. I'm sitting here high anxiety with the business. Like I'm like my house and my emotions, like everybody is okay. But me, that's fucking with me that he doesn't feel a part of us yet. He loves us, no doubt. He likes being around us, no doubt. But for whatever reason, he doesn't feel like he fits with, with any one of us. And so I said, enough is enough. I'm not about to go. I'm not about to be crazy with it. Like whatever you ask us to do, we're going to do. But I'll be damned if any of my kids feel like they don't belong in the space that is theirs. Now, as a parent, yo, I text everybody. Yo, we watching the movie today. I'm doing my podcast early. I'm doing my edits on the store early. We watching that movie today. I said, because that boy is us. He gonna grow up and feel like he don't belong and he going to hate us and he going to leave. And I don't want that. I want him to leave and grow and, and, and do what he wants to do peacefully. I don't want him to do it because he feels like he don't belong somewhere. So my goal as a parent is to make sure that everybody is comfortable in who they are and what they are and what they choose. And we're all good within this household. But this week, having that issue with work and just already being overly fed up with work, um, battling that with both the positive and negative of regrouping the store, you know, deleting what I feel like I want overboard because you got to be able to do that. Even though a whole sentimental value, you got to be able to remove things that, that put you in spaces that you don't belong. Right. My company is an athleisure company and I have to accept that. Um, I have to learn how to just create things for the sake of creating and not Stressing over it being able to sell, um, I have to be able to do that. But I had to this week say enough is enough. I, I, I can't, I can't. I have the plan for the business, right? I, I, I wrote it down. Like I wrote down everything that is about to change with peacefully flawed. I wrote it down. I've come to the understanding that as long as it doesn't test my morals as a human being, as long as it's nothing that um, I can go to jail for, that job is the job. And it's going to frustrate me until the day I'm able to leave. It's not going to change My frustration, my daily frustration, my yearly frustration, you know, the typical things that we have legit complaints about, about our jobs. It's not going to change any of that. But I have understanding that's their company. I have to abide by their rules or I have to make my own in my own company, which is what I'm trying to do, right? Then... This happened with the with with my son or my baby boy at that, and I'm the baby boy, and I know how I feel about certain things that happen in my family, certain ways that I'm treated, and I'll be damned if he grew up feeling any anything any unnecessary thing because it is it's not worth it. Like I said like like I said, and like I say often, I'm not saying they are not gonna have any mental hangups they're that they're not gonna be disappointed in things that I've done to them or uh things that I wasn't able to do for them. I'm not saying they're 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 not gonna have those moments, but I'm making sure that I minimize as much hardship, as much mental distress as I possibly can so that I cannot discredit their emotions as they get older and things start, you know, hitting them, things start hitting them and they want to talk about it. I know when I get older and they and they bring up certain things, I know it's going to hurt my ego. Right. I know it is, but I did it. And so I'm teaching them to be very I'm teaching them early to understand enough is enough. So when they have these conversations, I there, there's going to be nowhere for me to run. Yes. I got an answer to that. A lot of people feel like, yo, oh, you don't have to answer to your kids. What people don't understand is that your ass is going to get old one day and you're going to answer to them one way or the other. Simple as that. Either you gonna, either they're going to put you in a home and they're never going to come see you or you're going to make it fair to them and be honest with them and, and hold your accountability of the, the trauma that you cause. So for me, I really I, I really stick it there and let them know, yo, I was wrong. It don't matter if they accept the apology or understand or not, because they're they're teenagers right now. They're going to grow up and then go through their own things and something's going to trigger them. And they're going to be like, man, fuck that apology. And they're going to want they're going to want an explanation and a conversation. And God willing, I'm alive to to give that to them. And honestly, not on, no, nah, you, you got to understand what, what I was going through. Nah, no, 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 no. What, like I said last week, what does all of that have to do with, with me? Like if I'm, what I'm going through, like, I gotta, I gotta control that for me. There ain't no way you should have felt what I was going through. That don't have nothing to do with you. And it 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 really it like this week was just really crazy. It it really was. Um, I was talking to my son's mom, and she asked me because she she always be telling me stuff about different. Uh podcasts and stuff that she listened to, and you know her and I have our differences with a lot of stuff, but it is what it is um and she asked me she said, Where does fear have you running to the yeah it was where does where does fear have you running to and I believe that was a question from one of uh the podcasts that she's that she listens to. And again, we have our differences, and we've been through what we've been through. But I'm, I, I do my best to not be rude um, on purpose. Um, and so I said, "Fear, fear has always had me running to myself." She's like, "What?" I said, "I never, I never really." I never really had anyone to run to when I was scared. Like, I I just, like, if I'm being honest, I just, I never really had that. And what I mean by that is when you grow up in the environment and time that I grew up, fear was not an option. It just, it wasn't. So you going to tell someone that you were scared of something was responding with no. Like if I was scared to fight, no, you better fight. That was the time we came up in. Ain't nobody going to punk you, this, that, and the other. If you were scared of 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 girls, if you was like, again, uh, uh, I'm, just, I'm so excited to be this close to 40. So I always talk about I'm 40. Or I'm about to be 40. If you are a 70s, 80s baby, you did not have the option to be scared of, uh, have fear of fighting, have fear of dating, um, have fear of animals, um, have fear of gang culture, have fear. And you were not you just weren't able to. And I learned that early again. Because. People didn't understand that, or didn't care to understand, didn't know how to look into, people didn't understand mental health issues. So they only focused on what was right there. They only focused on the physical. They only focused what was in what what was in their mind right now. They never thought about what is this gonna do to this person's mental. What is it gonna do to, to their emotions? for me it created this want to be isolated from everything because i don't want if if i can't run to you if i can't if i can't talk to you and you have understanding it didn't fix the fear it didn't help If I go to fight and the person is bigger than me and and I have fear and I go run to someone, hey, um, this guy wants to fight me. He's so big, yada yada, whatever. Oh, you better fight back. That doesn't help me. What help me? What what are you fighting? For? What are y'all fighting for anyway? What what happened? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a fight. Win or lose. But I had to get punched in the face a couple of times and realize that society doesn't allow you to, to have fear. I'll never forget, man. I'll never forget. Um, my best friend, Mac, right? Mac don't play about me. He never has. Um, Ever since, you know, we have become friends, he's always been. In in like as we've grown up, he's always been very protective of me. Like we got each other, we got each other's back, like no without a shadow of a doubt, but he's always um been extremely protective of me. And I remember um he had gotten into some trouble, you know, when we were younger, and he had ended up going to jail. And so I'm like Damn, what is I'ma do when I'm a boy? Not really thinking about like his safety or like, you know, nothing like that. I'm thinking like, all right, he's my guy in my in my friend group, right? He's gone. And I'm not a fighter like that. I'm a I'm a defender, but I'm not like, like you're not just gonna punk me, but I'm also not a fighter like that. He is. And so I remember, and I don't know if this was when he, I don't know if this was the the jail time or when he went off to college, but I remember I was telling him like, yo, such and such said this, said that. They, you know, they've been kind of wilding. But I'm just talking to him thinking I'm catching up. My man came home, uh, and I, I, he had had surgery on his knee. He dragged someone across a lawn on crutches. I will never forget that. I say that because he is the person that I have to run to in fear. But his response beat <laughs> his response is just they what they are. So I have to be very careful. And what I, and what I say to him in a state of fear. So again, that leaves me with, with nobody. Like, I I understand, like, I, I can't, (laughs) I can't care what the response is. Like, but we adults, we got kids now, like we, we just can't. And so I'm, I'm telling this to my son's mom, like, even in relationships, even in relationships with you, I couldn't come to you because you were my enemy. Like you, you, like I had you, but I didn't have you. And it happened in my marriage, my relationship with my daughter's mom, and then my, my uh, ex-fiance. It's like, I have you, but I don't, I don't have you for real. Because when I come to you in, in each of these when I come to you and express, you know, like essentially fear is looked at as an insecurity. It's looked at it as, as as being extra. So I never, I run to myself. I run to me because I don't I don't have time to be vulnerable and explain to you this is what I'm scared of. This is what bothered me. This is what happened to me for you to say, oh, you're not being a man. I don't have time for you to dismiss or discredit um, or, or make everything that I say ex- uh, out to be an exaggeration. I don't have time for that, but I had to learn. That's why when I say isolation the correct way, I'm telling y'all from experience of what, like, I've been through so much wanting help, so much wanting guidance, so much wanting to be believed in, and it's been dismissed, discredited, or made out to be an exaggeration that I'm like, no, I don't want that shit. I'll figure it out. everything that i that I for real learned like in in my adult life it came from you know a failed situation and i'm as much as I've been emotionally damaged emotionally I've been mentally damaged, I'll take that any day over being vulnerable with someone and it being dismissed or looked at as I'm being extra. I can tell my therapist I'm scared, but okay. They'll do their best to tell me how, you know, why I shouldn't be scared. But what is that going to do? What is, it, what is, what is that going to do in, in in real time? What is that going to do if I, if I keep having to deal with the people who are creating the hurting and creating the fear? Like I told my son's mom, regardless of what her and I went through, there was never a day that in my mind, I felt that. I never wanted to speak to her again. I'm mad forgiving, And it wasn't it, it. That thought wasn't for me. That was because at some point she has to have a relationship with her kids. And. It's not my job to do anything but to make sure that they have a, at least a crack in the window of opportunity to be able to have that. She got to put in the work for them. They got to put in the work for her. But I'm still going to be me in what I, what I am and who I am to them just in case. I don't have a, like, like, one thing that I can say that about my mom in regards to my biological father's situation, she never, ever let us say enough is enough when it came to him. No matter if he was supposed to pick us up and didn't, no matter if he was supposed to get us something and didn't, no matter if he, he said something to us that he was going to do something and didn't, like, she never let us really be on no, man, fuck that nigga. And so for me, that's how I am with my sons. Yeah, she did a lot. Yeah, enough is enough for me. Right? That's your that that's your mom. And if you if, if they see me disrespecting her, if they see me not being able to have a conversation with her, um if they see me throwing stuff in her face of what she did, they going to do that. It's up to them to, to have their own memories and thoughts towards her and, and her to, to want to fix it or not want to fix it. And, and it'd be that. But for me, there has to be a point of understanding. I don't have no one. I don't have no one to genuinely run to if I'm scared or something. So I have to be scared, deal with the shit, win or lose in real time and just suck it up. That is a very hard life to live. It is. It is. I don't wish it on nobody. But if you happen to find yourself here, be strong. Keep fighting. Like I've come this far. I've never I've I've never wanted to take the the easy way out. I just wanted to, to be heard and and understood. And like, I, I said this, like when I very first started potting, like one of the things that I hate about people that I used to deal with is that I could never be simple in my feelings. I can never say my feelings are hurt because you said this or I was scared because I was walking down the street and a dog started chasing me. Like I can, it can never be simple. It always has to be something exaggerated. And because I know you're not going to believe me if, unless I put a hundred on 10, you're not going to believe me. But because they don't see that, this is what they've what, this is what they've uh forced me to do. they just oh you're extra. well, when I said it simple you you didn't think it was serious. when I said it in tears, you didn't think it was serious. when I'm telling you from a hospital bed, it's like, oh wait, you did say that. When I'm telling you, you know, while getting stitched up, oh, I, I, I didn't know it was that serious. Everything is, I didn't know it was that serious. Oh, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know you meant it that way. I said it that way. You see the pain in my eyes. You see me going to the hospital time after time. You see me having panic attack and anxiety attack because of stress. I shouldn't have to keep telling you that it's real. I understand everybody has things going on. And this this is one of the weirdest things to me is that. Everybody has things going on and they don't want to be what, what, what you need them to be. They want to be what they want to be to you and they expect you to be comfortable with that and just stick around and and want to, and, and want to be around them. And it's like, no, you're not getting it. If I'm going out of my way to be what you need me to be, you need to do the same. I go back to my idea of when people say, oh, uh, what do you bring to the table? There is a table for every facet of your life, family, friends, relationship, kids, whatever. And for me, do not bring what I have at my table. I don't need that. I need you to take something that you need from my table and put something down that I need. We're not matching. And when I get to the point to where I understand that that is not the goal for everybody because we're not taught that way. I've been shot at. I've been stabbed. I've been jumped. um, I've been chased. I've been uh, bitten by dogs. um, I've been attacked. Like I've been in all these situations. Feared for my life at times. My fear is different than yours. So you can't say, yo, you got through all that, but you crying because someone broke up with you. You can't say, yo, you been through all of that, but you crying because you in a hospital. You nervous. Like, look how much, look what you survived. Either you're going to appreciate all of me or none of me. And you're going to live with that, and you're going you're going to stand on it because I'm going to make sure that you stand on it. I'm not giving everything that I have in me to uh, make sure that the people around me are good just for me to get half assed. Enough is enough. I know it sounds egotistical that I'm like, oh, I can handle everything by myself. Yada yada yada. uh, Yada yada whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I've been scared my entire life and I've run for help and run for help and run for help, and it's always sketchy. It's never the the help that I need it's the help that they want to give. It's never the advice that I need it's the advice that they want to give. I can do that myself. I'm so self-sufficient. I'm so self-sufficient in ways that I shouldn't be. Like as a as a as a man, as a parent, um, as a person, I have a like in my mind. I don't need help from nobody. I know that's not realistic, but in my mind, because of everything that, I, that I've been through, I don't need help from anybody because I feel like people are going to manipulate a situation to um, try to steer me and or my kids to their point of view of things um, and the way that they want me and or my kids to be because I've, I've, I've run time after time. And so I keep us isolated when I when I feel like when I feel like y- y- you want some I'ma do what I wanna do type shit, I, I keep us isolated. Because no, you're not. Well, yes, you are, but just not with us. And it doesn't, it it doesn't matter who it is. I just said to you guys earlier on, like I put my I I'm gonna protect them even from me. You know how, like, if you know me, do you know how hard that is to say for two, three years out of my kids' lives? I was so gone on learning that it's not just financial. And what I mean, like, I was giving all of my check away. Thinking I was doing right, but what clicked in my head is even during that time I'm being disrespected and things were being said to me and you're a bum, you're this, you're that, you can't do this, you, you're not trying to do that. What do you mean I'm not trying? I'm trying to take care of my kids because they didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask for me to fuck y'all, bro. They didn't ask for that. And I've seen so many people complain oh they don't take care of the kids they don't even give no money And it's like what like so if i take care of my kid why you still want the money again i told you i come up in a in a in a very moralist time so my mind also says if i'm giving you the, the money why you want my time but that's because I allowed the societal stereotype to infect me. I want all of my kids. I period. I want all of my kids. I want time with all of my kids. But I'm not going through, I'm not about to go through a, a three ring circus every time I want to see my kids. I had to say enough is enough and I had to choose certain battles. I had to do certain things to, 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 uh, uh, solidify my peace. I had to, it was imperative because of my health. They say stress could kill you with the heart disease that I have, whatever that percentage is, double that shit. So a lot of my isolation is me trying to save my life because you 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 getting on my fucking nerves and you disrespecting me and my blood pressure is raising up and I don't want to respond that way for me. My kids need me. I need me. Enough is enough. You don't get there until you attempt what I have. You don't get there until you attempt to be loving um, unconditionally. And I I stand on that. My love is very unconditional. No matter what anyone has done to me, I have not lost any love for them and will always have that love for them. But that love doesn't guarantee connection. I can't trust you now. I love you, but I can't trust you to be in my space because you've hurt me in a way that you shouldn't have hurt me. You've manipulated me in a way that you shouldn't have done because you know how open I was to you. You've affected my emotions to a point where you shouldn't have done it because I told you what happened in my past. And this is why I say enough is enough and I'm at where I'm at like this has been my life this has been my 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 life story um forever like both both physically and emotionally it literally became a a, a catch 22 of if i say i'm hurt i'm going to get laughed at and disrespected right if i say i'm hurt i'm going to be looked at less than uh looked at as less than a man if i come to you and say hey i don't like what you're doing now i'm insecure now i'm judging now i'm you know uh i'm being extra i learned in 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 the moments that I have to protect me even when I am terrified because who who going to help? I'd rather lose every battle fighting alone than win battle standing next to people who I can't trust. I don't know what your what your motive really is. I don't know why you're standing here. Yeah, there's love there, but you've manipulated and you've disrespected, um, and you've put me in a position to where I have to fight to be heard. Why are you here? Why are you helping me fight? What do you want from this? So I isolate. Like we, it, there's a whole world of. There's a whole world where people's emotions are invalidated, where uh you're made to feel that what you are going through is not real. I know everybody has everybody has things that they go through everybody. Um, is going through something, so I know it's difficult for people to 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 stop what they're going through to to care. My thing is, if you know you're going through something, stop trying to attach me to that because I'm going through something. Stop trying to bring me into your battle that I have no, I have, I have no clue. Let it go. I've been in situations to where like, and I'm talking overall, you know, that idea of, I don't want to be with you, but I don't want anybody else to be with you. Like I want to put you on a shelf and, and just in case, Um, things don't work out and I don't get through what I'm, what I'm getting through over here, then I'm going to bring you in. Do you know how selfish and self-centered that is? There's people that know they're hurting you and will get mad because you've removed yourself from them hurting you. And they'll say things about you, um, to other people, in this day and age on social media they'll try to appear like everything is all cool and it's like no it's not like leave me alone like why do you want to bully me like why is it so hard? why is it so hard for you to understand that you are bullying me and I don't want to be bullied why is that so hard like think about that. Think about how many people are just trying, are just being your friend and want to be around you solely to bully you because you're the person who, you don't you don't say anything, because you have so much shit going on in real life that it's like you don't even really see it. A lot of times, people, oh, I'm just playing. I was just playing. A lot of that time, be real. They know that you're gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not that guy. What the t- I am not him. You're not gonna fucking bully me, and you're not gonna keep me captive to bully me. Say what you want to do, do what you want to do, but I'm very much so still a defender. And if I feel bullied, and I feel like you are um, overstepping your boundaries, some gonna be some furniture gonna be re- rearranged because I can only run so much. I can only run, I tell my kids this, listen, when they were younger, if some, if they hit you, tell the teacher, if they hit you again, walk away. If they get close to you, beat their ass. The older two now, hey fam, listen, people don't be listening nowadays. It's no respect out here. If they voice get too loud and they right there, swing. Because you never know. You never know. I've been through. I've been through too much. I've been through too much. I had to. I had to, to learn how to protect me. And unfortunately, in order to do that in peace, you got to get the fuck away from people. You have to. You got to clear your mind from all that shit you was taught when 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 you were little. Uh, All the morals, all you got to you got to sit by yourself so that you can sift through all that stuff and see if it's valid. I really try to to look at what I'm going through from a logical standpoint and remove the emotions. Right. But if you still in it. If you're still talking to people, you're still letting people bully you, you're still trying to make people understand they are bullying you, you're still like in the the midst of it, you're never going to have a clear mind and you're always going to let shit go. And it's going to happen over and over and over and over again. But enough is a fucking enough. You have to be able to sit somewhere in peace so that you can take down as many accounts as you can remember of things that have happened to you so that you can pull out like, all right. They was just wild in that day. Or you can see the consistencies of, oh, you think I'm a bitch. You don't understand that. The only reason I haven't responded is because I'm going through my own stuff. It always bothers me when you get away from people and they come looking for you, knowing they have done you wrong. Why are you? Why, why, why leave me alone? So I run to me. I figure it out. The internet is is both a dangerous but wonderful place. I'll figure it out. I'm not scared to process my emotions no more. Like I'm not. Uh, it's not like all right. I'm a punk. Yep, I'll be crying. I be listen. I be crying. You hear me? Something happened and I will be in tears. <laughs> I don't care. It makes me know, never mind. That's how I process certain things. Certain things happen. I'm very quiet. I'm very dark. Like, like it just hits me, but I'm processing but I can't do that if if I keep getting tugged, if I keep uh getting pulled into situations. Like a lot of people be like, Oh, well, when you respond to people, um, if if it wasn't true, why you respond? Because I'm tired of this shit. And I'm two seconds from slapping the hell out of whoever. I had to go through that to be like, man, get out of here. I don't bother people. I'm not messy. I'm not with the uh like I'm not the 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 tabloid type person. Like I don't I don't deal with that. You bring mess to me and you're gone. You bring me disease, mess, or stress, you're done. I'm a very forgiving person, but I'm very much a person of get the fuck away from me. Loving from a distance is great for me. That fits. I love who I love, friends, family, you know, relationships, my kid. I love what I love. I, I, I don't what I don't. I, I, I've done what I needed to do. I've done my part of reaching out. I've done my part of forgiving. I've done my part of being quiet. I've done my part of expressing, you know, how I feel for real. I've done my I've done it. And I've never felt safe. This is why I'm so protective of my kids. If they don't if 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 my kids don't feel safe nowhere else, they're going to feel safe with me. And I need to teach them how to properly seek out safe places because I I didn't know how. And I ended up where I did. I need to teach them how to be safe spaces properly. I wasn't taught that. I had to go through hell and high water to get to this point. I had to love me better. I had to listen to me better. I had to understand me better. I had to go through all of that. Like I, 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 that's why I I don't hold grudges. Like that's why I say I will have a conversation. um, I'll have a conversation with anyone to a certain extent. I don't talk to people who who have shown a constant uh, high level of disrespect and uh, make it like I'm delusional when my feelings are are hurt. Um, I don't talk to people like that. But I had to learn how to protect my space, how to protect my emotions, how to protect um, my mental. Without those experiences, without those consistent Um, days of me trying to do right, um, of me trying to, you know, forget and forgive. without those uh, consistent days of of me trying. I I never would have got to this point of understanding that it's not worth it. It's not. Like I've learned to live and let go so much Like, I had to. Like, I've let go of hella emotions just to be able to stay sane. Like, I don't even... it's, it's, It's funny because you grow up wanting to be understood, right? You want people to... Understand where you're coming from and you want people to just understand who you are. And I've got to the point to where it doesn't even matter if I don't understand who I am, if I don't understand who I'm supposed to be. So I didn't learn. The things that I've learned from the experiences that I've been through, they might not be the same things that my kids need. But I will be an encyclopedia of emotions of uh energy of love of peace of heart for them so whenever they go through something and 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 come to me for an answer and they're scared, I'll be there. My son got into a fight a while back and I was talking to him and I'm like yo like like, what happened, whatever, or was you scared? He kept saying no. But it's like, I was like, all right, he ain't gonna answer me for real. So I waited a few days and I'm like, yo, like what like were you scared? Wait, like what happened? How did it happen? And he was like, Yeah, and I'm like, Well, why? He was like, Well, he's bigger than me. And I meant this with my whole soul. I said, Son, I will go up to that school and I will fuck that kid up. And know that's wrong. I know it is, but I need my son to know that if you come to me because you're scared, hey, I'm responsible for you. We're going to do what we got to do. He's like, no, dad, I don't want want you to do that. (laughs) But when they're scared, they, they, they know they can come to me. They know they can. It's not a shadow of a doubt. Not because I force them to. I tell all the time, I don't be bothering them. Like, yo, how, how was your day? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. They'll tell me when they ready. As a parent, if I notice something off, I'm on their ass. But day to day, I'm not about to force you to talk to me. I don't even be wanting to talk all the time. Like, I'm not even going to hold you like, of the time I don't be wanting to talk. I'd rather text. One, because my nine to five is me on the phone. The podcast, which I want to talk, is an hour or two hours. When I'm doing my poetry, I not only write, but I record. So I don't really be wanting to talk on the phone. I got too much shit to do Like I I rather I rather text Easier And I know people are like Oh well that takes away The meaning of it And uh, all right, Well don't talk to me then I literally have to talk All day In all facets Of what I do So I don't like to Waste my time with that Like I have to be able To ask myself Very tough questions And I have to be able To answer them Like everything that I that I think about now is based on if I want to or don't like like if I if I never speak to you again, how is that going to affect me? If I continue to speak to you and try to get you to understand, you know, what you're doing is wrong, how much energy is that going to take? How much frustration is that going to cause? If I decide just to continue to talk to you without anything without ever saying anything or 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 in holding everything in, how much is that going to affect me in the long run? I don't isolate from ego I don't ignore from ego. I do a lot before that I'm very quick tempered, so I understand that. So before I I move in a a certain way, I watch, I look, I I look at the consistency or lack thereof of a situation and that's how I move. The thing is that I love people unconditionally who didn't love or who didn't understand love in any form. And I've given all of me and everything that I do want, like, like you can ask anybody when I love, I love hard. That's not just not just romantic. That's if you need help with your kids, if like uh, uh, work, you know, like if I get cool with somebody at work, like it's over. Like I'm always going to be I'm always going to rock with you until you, you know disrespect me. I love very hard. I'm ve- like I'm very, very much unconditional. I under like when people stop being my friend out of the blue, I, I'm never like, oh, what did I do? I understand. Because I've I have I have friendships that we have no beef. We nothing has ever happened, uh wrong, disrespectful, nothing was ever said, but we just don't talk. But then when we do talk, it's like nothing ever happened. So I get it. When people fall off and like, I okay. I choose to to not have a negative feeling about it. I choose to not make it a, a ego thing of what I do or what they like what's going on? Do they not like me? Are they hating on this or that? Whatever reason, I'm proud of you. Whatever and I'm genuinely because you knew, you did what it, you did what it took to handle your mental health. I, like, bro, I swear I wish I would have understood what was going on mentally when I was younger. I, I, I wish I paid attention more. Because now, like, it it would have saved so many friendship arguments. It would have saved so many relationships um, and allowed them to end amicably and not on no bullshit. Like the 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 like they say hindsight is twenty twenty and what I've learned what I've learned through this road that I've been going down is it's, it's amazing how easy I am able to control my emotions with understanding now. And it took like I said it 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 took for me to understand me It took for me to love on me How I needed to be loved on So now you're not just going You're not just about to give me no coochie and, and think we good No, no, no No I'm hungry too Give me some flowers too Rub my feet No, nah, don't rub my feet But rub my back too See people, oh that's feminine Why you want a gift? Because I want a gift Cause you show, you, 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 you show going to point out the bad. Nah. I accept the bad. If you promote the good too, you can't yell at me for doing wrong, but not, you know, throw me some flowers, throw me a meal. Coach, you good, but all right, bet. Well, I'm gonna knock it out the box and I'm gonna go to sleep and we still going to be, I'm still going to be feeling how I felt. That nut ain't going to change nothing. I adore me. This is an equal opportunity lifestyle. Equal opportunity. I had to learn though. What do I like? How do I want to be loved? How do I want to be treated as a person? How do I want to be treated as a parent? How do I want to be treated as a friend and employee? How do I want to behave as a as a leader? How do I want to speak to the people? How I want to come off on the podcast? How I want to come off as a parent? How I want to come off if I'm trying to date? How I want to come off if I'm in my my holdback? Like, had to go through something to get somewhere. I had to learn that fear keeps you from your max potential. I've been punched in the face before. That has increased my fighting skills. Why? Because I know what being punched in the face feels like. And I know that the pain from that is not something that I want. Not saying it won't happen again, but my mind says, all right, now you have to try not to get punched in the face. But you have to try to punch in the face. I had to get punched in the face. I had to have bad sex to get as good as sex as I am. I had to not understand what was going on in my parenting journey to get to get good as parenting as I am. I had to cook a bunch of nasty meals to learn how to cook as good as I do. The lesson is in the failure, not the success. But you'll never get to see it because you are so intertwined with everybody else's emotions and understanding and uh, 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 and how they want you to be. You'll never understand what you're supposed to do. Because you're scared. You're scared to tell people, leave me alone. I got to figure this out. You're scared that people are going to leave your side when you no longer lean on their advice no more or as much. You're scared that you're going to be left on an island and sometimes an island is where you need to be because you got to figure you out before anybody could ever assist you or be what you need them to be. one of the best things that have come from me isolating for me standing up for myself for me removing people that are in my opinion trying to bully me for my life is that i know how to advocate for me now i told y'all i'm more like i've always been very very emotional i've always been like my responses have always been from an emotional standpoint so a lot get lost because i, I i'm being I'm defending myself, but I'm defending myself from the thing in front of my face. Like they say in the movies, uh, uh, once you cut off one head, another one grows. And through life, that's what I was doing. I was just cutting heads off and just, you know, biding my time. And so I realized how. To kill the whole monster. Which is to stay away from it. Not to fight it. I do my best to stay away from the things that are going to create mental distress. I do my best to stay out of situations where I have to worry about if somebody going to shoot at me. I mind my manners enough to where I don't have to knock one of these little tough guys, these little alpha males out because they're looking at me. But I had to go through it. I had to not be scared. I had to be able to say enough is enough. I want to be the best version of me for me. That way, if somebody comes into my life or if I'm dealing with family, if I'm dealing with the kids, they can choose. I don't like that you stand up for yourself. All right, get the fuck away from me. I don't like that you're this easily um ready to isolate. Okay, we'll stop doing what you're doing. I'm going to ask you, nobody has to walk on eggshells with me and I'm not going to walk on eggshells with anybody else. Either it's going to fit or it don't. And I'm going to be able to say when it don't. I grew up in a, it's like, you know, family's family. You got to forgive them. They got to do this. They got to do that. And then even with close friends, it's like, y'all been friends for 20 years. Th- Get get your ass away from me. If it don't, if it don't work, it don't work and it's not up to you to make nobody understand why it's not working. There's one thing that I definitely learned in regards to relationships is in that aspect, be clear. Hey, this is what it this is what I'm feeling like. Um, and this is over. Stand on that. Don't be a coward like I used to be. Like I'll wait, you said what? I'm what? All right, bet. I'm on to the next relationship. Cause if you're talking to me like that, I feel like you understand that we're broken up. But no, be clear. Be clear in that. I'm no longer scared. I don't I don't have fear of come to the point to where enough is enough. You're not just gonna do me any kind of way say anything that you want to say it's just not only thing that I like like you you have to just believe that when you are giving your best right when you are giving your best in in everything that you are doing whether it whether it's Successful or not. As long as you have the understanding that you gave your best and that you weren't scared. And even if you were scared, you were able to handle it. That's all you could. That's all you could want. That's all you could want. You got to come to a point where you're like, enough is enough. Enough is enough, and you got to be willing to figure out what's best for you at all costs. At all costs. Remember, we all going through something, we all got to get somewhere. In a room full of darkness, there's always light. It is our responsibility and it's our duty to get to it.